Welcome to The Conscious Investor. Let's get started. Angel Williams with us all week long. If you have not already gone, you know, heard her like speak about, like we did the whole, who is Angel Williams? And we've gone into what is that mindset shift that she's made? And today we're going to talk, uh, you know, with Angel about like, what is it she is consciously investing in? It could be in life. It could be in business. It could like anywhere. Cause we're always investing somewhere. And when we invest intentionally in anything, the results are astronomical. They are so awesome. Angel, so, so stoked to have you back on The Conscious Investor. Yes, it's great being here. It's super fun. It's super fun. It's always kind of awkward because people are like, we're recording these all back to back, Julie. This is, you know, <laughs> which, which people listening, that's the behind the scenes for you. Um, but Angel, I just wanted to, you know, ask you, let's just do a quick, you know, high level go deep if you want, but what is it that you personally are consciously you as angel, not as your group organization. Now I'm putting you in a box. We know I'm opposed to that. So, you know what, I'll let you take this open-ended. What are you consciously pursuing? Um, so one of the things that I really recognize probably in like just the last few months is it's super easy to love others, but it's really hard to love yourself. Oh, um, dang. Did you get into my notebook? I literally this morning was right. It's a green notebook. Uh, I literally this morning was writing that down. I'm sorry. Totally interrupting because I'm just like, bam, we're on the tracking on the same page once again. Yeah. And so, you know, that that can lead to all sorts of wonderful things and poor choices and bad behaviors. And (laughs) I mean, like, just I think that those are things that kind of come with us throughout our life. Um, and so I've been working on it for a really long time, like reading the books, doing all the studies and how do you love yourself more? How do you say no more often? Because being able to say no means you love yourself more and all of these things. But at the end of the day, what, what can I do internally to show myself the same love that I show others? And that's, that's what I'm after. And it's hard. (laughs) You know that adage that we're always told, treat others the way you want to be treated, right? And yet I often find myself treating others so much better than I treat myself. And it's like, so now I have a question to myself and I'd love to hear what questions you ask yourself. My question to myself often is, would I say that to my friend? Would would I say that to my child? Would I say that to somebody at the restaurant? So what are some of the questions that you ask yourself to keep your, yourself in check? So honestly, I, I haven't figured them all out. I don't know that I've actually figured out one that works hundred percent of the time. Um, because every morning I can look at the, my husband has taped on our mirror. What would the person I want to become do? And again, he can structure, he can do schedules and timelines, and he can do those things that require willpower. And so he can look at that and be like, okay, this is what I'm embracing. And he can embrace it all day, every day. And I tell myself in the morning, like I look in the mirror and I go, I'm pretty amazing. 
and I'm going to get a crap ton of things done today. And two or three hours into the day, I haven't done even maybe one thing on my list because I've been putting out all these other fires that all of a sudden seem so important. And in reality, it was me not being able to say no. And so it's like, oh, you don't love yourself. Oh, you don't love yourself. Oh, you don't love yourself. You don't love yourself. And then what is that history of where I go when I need comfort? Is it food? Is it watching TV? Is it laying in bed? Is it desperately pining to go have a drink somewhere? I mean, what is that history of comfort that I have to return to? And how do I break out of that? You know, how do you change that soundtrack in your head of like, how do you make it new to where instead of going back to the comfort and the things, you know, that even if they were bad for you, they were, they're what, you know, and how do you break free from that and move into something that's going to have a more positive effect on you because you can go back into a different spot where you actually truly love yourself. And it's not so much that you love yourself, but you can act on the fact that you love yourself. Because I think we all love ourselves, but we do stupid things to ourselves. And maybe if somehow there was some way to just, boom, I love myself. And so you do all of the amazing things that you do for other people. Only you do them for yourself too. And I don't know what that spot is. I don't know what those questions are, but I know it's out there somewhere because I know too many other people that have found it. Yeah. Well, and it, and you're speaking such truth. I, I, you know, have some coaching clients and this is a common theme with my clients where they will be, you know, this exact thing. And so sometimes just like training ourselves in small ways, it can be really effective. Like for, for some people it might be, you know what? And I did this myself several months ago. I just said, I'm making oatmeal raisin cookies because I, that's my favorite cookie on the planet. Those are mine and nobody too. else. Oh, <laughs> we are connected. Um, and, and nobody else in the family loves them the way I do. They would prefer chocolate chip, whatever. I, it's time for me to have my favorite. I make their favorite. I'm going to treat myself the same way. And it's interesting as I've challenged myself to do things for myself, just these little small things I, well, I would do this for them. Why would I not do it for myself? I'm just trying to find like micro ways to weave in this new type of thinking. But have you found for me in my upbringing, I was taught so much about being selfish and self-centered and, you know, if you're doing things for yourself. And so I feel like I'm having to rewrite, unravel, do a little bit of recoding on that because it's like, I'm not being selfish. Doing something nice for myself is not an act of selfish selfishness. So I'm curious if you've had anything similar with that. No, it's, I I agree. Um, It's hard to do for yourself because then people do say, oh, well, you're going to get a massage. Wait, you're going to go get a pedicure. Didn't you just do that last week? You know, um, why aren't you taking care of your kids? You know, why aren't you at your child's event? Why isn't your child doing this extracurricular or that extracurricular? Well, dang it, (laughs) because there's no more time left in the day. Um, But it's, yeah, it's, you get back to that idea that it's, you don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Like when I think about, we took our five-year-old yesterday, well, she's five now, she was four day before yesterday, but it was her birthday. And we took her to go and pick out a birthday cake. And we were getting an ice cream cake. So we knew we needed to wait till the end. Right. Right. And so we took her and let her pick out her cake. 
and she got to have an amazing day. She went with the nanny and they went to Chuck E. Cheese. So there were like two other kids there. So it was super safe, but it was like, she basically had Chuck E. Cheese free reign for an hour and our nanny and our nanny's husband were there with her and just like showering her with love and attention. (laughs) And then she came home and we did the same thing as a family that evening. And so it was like, it's okay for me to do that for others, but I don't deserve it. And I, I don't know if that wasn't so much, I mean, is it upbringing? Yes. But is it also just female versus male? Because, and, and I don't mean that I've really, I've kind of stopped bringing up the female versus male paradigm just because I don't care. I don't want to be a female rocking it in the real estate investing space. I want to be a person rocking it in the real estate investing space. Yeah. That's where I'm at. But at the same time, I do think that society in the last 60 years has changed. And prior to that, especially for, for kids my age that were raised by grandparents, we were raised in a generation prior to all that, where men didn't mm-hmm. really show emotion. They didn't get involved in the family that much that, so you've got some hardwiring from that, that basically there was a generation they're missing where the grandparents raised kids. So those kids mm-hmm. have this mismatch of um, societal views where we're like, well, grandpa didn't really get involved in stuff, but my husband wants to because his parents did, because he wasn't raised by his grandparents. He was raised by his parents. And so you have all of these mixtures going on. And so, whereas Jason goes for a walk every day at lunch, because that's what he does. And that is how he gives and pours back into himself. And he doesn't think twice about it, but I would think, Oh no, I was supposed to do this at lunch or I was supposed to do that at lunch or dang it. I could have gone and done this. I could have taken my kid a special lunch. I could have done this, this, or the other, instead of saying no for that hour, my phone is turned off, or maybe my phone is only on a podcast and I'm going to go do something for myself. And I just don't, I don't think that way. So instead I think more things like, Oh my God, Oh, I just hit snooze. I got 10 more minutes. Whereas if I would just pour into myself during the day or give myself those breaks a few times a week, Mm -hmm. I don't know that every morning would be like, how many times can I hit snooze before I actually have to get up? And so I think it just wears on us and it it tears us down over time. I love it. That's a really powerful. It sounds counterintuitive to a a certain generation of us who are raised with a certain mindset of, you know, just an interesting, and I'm going to even say, you know, distorted view of what selfishness is. Because when we're not taking care of ourselves, we're actually, that is an extension of selfishness because we can't better take care of the people around us when we're running ragged. So it's, a, it's such an important conversation, such an important thing. And I'm so just excited that you are, you know, consciously pursuing, you know, unraveling that so that you can, you know, show up all the time as the most amazing angel out there, like amazing by the way i'm missing your halo if you're on youtube angel's not wearing her halo right now and feel a little <laughs> feel a little that you know short changed here but <laughs> angel as we wrap this up um and i could go on this is a topic i think that really needs to be unpacked in a much richer way which is what one reason why it's in my notebook of like things to to t- discuss on the podcast um 
I think it's starting to reach the surface for a lot of people. And I'm excited about that. What is the best way for people to get into contact with you? Yeah, so absolute best way is on our website, www.theacademypresents.com. And then I will respond to LinkedIn and Facebook if you are messaging me there, because it's important to me to be the one that connects with you um, when someone's reaching out to me. So. I love it. Angel, thanks for spending the week with uh, with me on The Conscious Investor. If you have not listened to the previous episodes, again, make sure you go back and you listen to the other two episodes so you get to know more about Angel, more about mindset, um, because it will really help this conversation fall in line. And make sure that you subscribe and follow to the podcast or the YouTube channel so that you're never missing the next most amazing person that's coming on the show. Until next time, live big, love bigger. Overwhelmed by apartment syndication but want to learn more? Let me help you press the easy button. Head over to 3keysinvestments.com and download Syndication Made Simple. I explain simply how the process works, who's involved, and how you can get started today. You're smart, and with this simple guide, you'll be able to understand the process. Head over to 3keysinvestments.com and download Syndication Made Simple.